Hey everybody, welcome back to the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. Today's show is going to be about our childhood versus today's childhood, uh, a new trend going on, what's important to a woman in a man in 2022, and another game of Better Than, this time with my other favorite co-host, Roth. Guys? Hooray, that's her. Wait, uh, who's the other favorite co-host? <laughs> uh, Jacqueline <gasps> and Mandy. That's and, all your uh, guests. I know, but, uh, I just, you know, uh, please don't hate me, everybody. Today's sip of the show is uh, just Henny and uh, Diet Dr. Pepper because I'm trying to finish this bottle that Mandy gave me. Mandy, you're still in spirits within spirits. So yeah, summer has started for the kids. That means school's out. You know, everyone's hanging out with their friends, making memories, this and that. Some kids just keep themselves, stay inside. Uh, I know that's what our son does. He's older plays games a lot and that just means staying up late one of our kids ellie she was kind of like me i think she likes to go spend the night at her friend's house and stuff like that and i think that kind of raised a topic for me and roth and that things are different now from when we were kids uh i know like ellie i would always ask my parents hey can i go stay a night in so-and-so's place and for the most part they let me and uh I think your mom's kind of the same way, which my parents were saying, they're like, why do you want to go sleep at someone else's house? Uh, You have a perfectly good house at home. You had said you want our daughter to, I guess, enjoy summer, have a life. But at the same time, it is kind of scary with everything going on. Well, in my community, um, it's pretty private. Everyone knows everybody. And it's kind of like we all play together. All the kids play together. So if. I can sleep over anyone house. It would have to be someone from that neighborhood because, you know, our house is like right there. But with our daughter, you know, like her friends and stuff don't live next door. They live, you know, a couple streets over or even further out. And so it is scary. I do want her to enjoy being a kid and doing the things that most kids her age like to do because we wanted to do those things as well. But it is scary at the same time. So kind of hard to make that choice yeah and i know (laughs) which is crazy because now it's scarier but you still have a way to contact your kids like on the spot because you know every kid nowadays has a cell phone where back in the day uh we didn't have any cell phones there's no way we could be (laughs) like in the woods for hours and no one would even not that they wouldn't care but they didn't worry like they do now like, I, I, I know I literally didn't really call my parents until I was like, hey, I'm coming home or something like that. 
those like they they could go a day or sometimes even two without even hearing from me and they would just have to trust that hey my kid's okay yeah i've never been gone like that but we have been gone from sun up to sundown playing in the woods because where i grow up like there's woods behind the house and stuff like that so and we would just literally go in there and play in the woods it'd be like an open field once you get past the wooded area I mean, there would be like that creepy house in the woods. Like, now <laughs> you would just be like, you know, stay away. There's a pedophile or something. But now, but back then, you just didn't think anything of it. Yeah, especially in our like, I guess, I don't know. I, I think nowadays it's just so much news and everything's being reported that everything's coming out. Whereas, who knows? Back in the day, maybe all that stuff did happen. It's just everything oh, wasn't yeah, reported sure. i mean it, it did happen and most of the time more times than not it's usually someone in the neighborhood like most of the stories that you hear about it's like the bus driver or you know mr rogers down the street whatever like have you kidnapped in his <laughs> you wouldn't even know I, I yeah. mean, there's literally a story about that i can't remember what story it is but i think they turned it into a, either a movie or a show and i just remember um the whole time like he was a bus driver for the neighborhood and he lived in the neighborhood and he kidnapped this girl and kept her in the basement and they were looking for her and he was quote unquote looking for her and the whole time he had her you know like it's just crazy yeah i think part of it that helps too is like whenever we get to i guess kind of meet the parents of whoever our kids are staying with that kind of gives you the idea of I guess in a way how involved their parents are or like if they are even remotely paying attention to what their kids are doing, you know, or that they're having like boys over or, you know, what they allow their kids to do, this and that. And it kind of makes you feel a little bit more safe uh, if you get to know how, I guess, lenient the parents are or whatever. Do you think we're lenient? I feel like we are. I Well, I think we're super lenient, but I also think... I think because we're so young, we're kind of kind of understanding, I guess. We've kind of been there, so we are not as extreme or as harsh to to the kids that, you know, I, I think we are. Or that I think, you know, some parents are, some parents aren't, you know. It's crazy that you think that, like, it's it's different for boys than it is for girls. I guess, like, boys, you don't worry as much, even though, you know, they're still... Sex yeah sex offenders for boys and uh priests and stuff like that that would do stuff like that to boys and it's just but like your main concern is your girl you know i think the reason why most people are more concerned about their daughter versus their son is their daughter or the girl could come up pregnant if mm something bad were to happen, you know, whether she was raped or being sexually active at a young age. I mean, there's a chance that she can be impregnated. Whereas a boy, I mean, it's traumatizing for both gender, but at least a boy, they don't have to live with having to, you know, either carry a child or have to get an abortion because of circumstances. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it harder for most parents, you know, to be lenient on their daughters versus their son. And I think, I don't know, I guess guys, with guys, you, you expect them to be able to take care of themselves a little bit more, even though... Not in our circumstance. <laughs> I mean, our daughter just literally cooked us a meal tonight from... she. I mean, it's 
spaghetti with sauce in a jar, but at least she made the pasta and the, the bread and everything, whereas... I mean, which I th- I've taught them both how to cook and it's just browning meat, really. And I was like, if you learn anything, it's just the brown meat and that you can almost make anything, you know, it's just, I guess, the will to want to cook, you know, and Ellie doesn't mind. So uh, she will make a good wife one day because she can cook. Not like her mama. <laughs> I mean, you make some great noodles. <laughs> so one of the questions that I told you to kind of think about was your favorite summer memory since it is summer from your childhood were you able to think of one i was super busy so i mean i couldn't really dwell on it but i don't think i have a a favorite summer memory because i don't really remember any particular moment but i do remember um in the summer of all summers really that my favorite thing was just to play outside with my friends slash cousins and i mean we played house school to doctor it's like oh you played played, doctor did you yeah we did and we uh our favorite thing to play was um being sailor moon crew (laughs) and you know like fighting crime and stuff so that was one of the highlights uh, of summer sailor jupiter huh yes and going back to what we were talking about earlier it's so crazy that that's your favorite pastime as a child right like in the summer, you guys would just stay outside from sun up to sundown. As much as people were like, I want my kids to not be on electronics all day, every day. You know, they need to go outside and play. But at this time, you know, like this day and age is kind of, I know for a fact that I personally wouldn't want my kids to be outside alone. I mean, our neighborhood's pretty safe and all, but. I guess because of everything that's being like reported on TV and you hear about abductions and this and that. And I would, I don't know. I I just, I I wouldn't trust my kids to be outside all day. That, that definitely um, really just depends on where you live to be able to do something like that. And where I grew up, it was, like I said, a very private community. And everyone looked out for each other and everyone knows everybody. We were all in the Asian community. I mean, like everyone's like your aunt and uncle cousin, like you're, even though you're not related by blood, you're, you're still family to each other. And that's what made it easier for the kids in that street to play from sun up to sundown, because no matter which yard they're playing in, you know, whoever house they're at, that particular parent is watching out and letting the other parents know, hey, what's going on, you know? Yeah. And um, y'all couldn't lie at all. Yeah, like y'all, you couldn't get away with the oh, I'm I'm sleeping at Sandy's house, and and someone's like, uh, Ross not over here. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but we also wouldn't really need to do that because we were only allowed to hang out with each other, anyways. So. There's no point in trying to deceive our parents by saying that and then going somewhere else because we have nowhere else to go. <laughs> you just had that one street. Yeah, it's just the one street yeah. and you can hang out with whoever you want and sleep over wherever you want. And usually they don't mind, but. See, we were the opposite. Like we were even when I was Ellie's all the way up to Ethan's age, almost like we'd have a bike and we'd bike literally like across town like 
one some of our friends literally live pretty like two or three subdivisions down or like across across a busy intersection or something like that like i remember living in one of our old houses me and joe would bike and we literally had to go across like a big I want to call it a creek, but it wasn't a creek. It was just a big ditch, but every now and then it would fill with water. But we'd cross that and go to one of his friend's house or we'd go to the gas station or something like that. And I would not allow my kids to do that nowadays. And it's crazy because I did it so nonchalantly when I was a kid, you know? Yeah, and I don't know how big of a city you lived in, but... Little city of Springdale, Arkansas. Never been, I wouldn't know, but... (laughs) In our neighborhood, like, it's it's not crazy small. I mean, you know where the beginning of the street is. And, so, and my mom lives at the very end of the street. Yeah. So we were allowed to bike up until there and not past that. Like, we couldn't go to the main street. Uh, so you couldn't go to Donna's by yourself? Uh, um, not on a, I mean, like, I think there's been a few times we have tried it with a bike and stuff, but... I don't think it was until we started driving that we actually, you know, went up to Donna's on our own. But it was harder to do biking because somebody's always tired or something like that. But um, that and plus it's just, you know, with cars and, and everything like that. I just think it's, it's so crazy that with all the technology that we have now, it's we're more we're, we're more cautious than our parents were back in the day, you know, like. All the kids have phones. All the phones have find my phone trackers on them. There's, you know, Apple Air Tags. Like, there's all these things that would help you kind of keep an eye or keep a track. Like, you know, the what's the app we use? Life 360. Yeah, the Life 360 app. It'll literally tell you, you know, when your kids get to school or wherever place you mark and when they get home. But yet, we're still afraid to just let them kind of go off on their own unlike how we were you know it just it boggles my mind almost well i feel like it's the um i forgot what the saying is but it's it's kind of like they can't fear it if they don't know about it you know so like our parents well i don't know about yours the way you guys you know grew up in a bigger i mean it's probably bigger than mobile i'm sure it was about the same um but like my mom you know she's she doesn't know anything besides what's been told to her. She's not from America and she's never really lived anywhere but Mobile. And so it's kind of like, you know, you can't fear the unknown. So she doesn't know what's out there. She doesn't know what could happen. She can't fear it. But once she's aware of it, like it is nowadays, then of course she fears because she, you know, now she's scared. Like she could, like she didn't even want Ellie to stick her feet out the jeep. You know, <laughs> she's like, "That's crazy. Why would you do that? Somebody's gonna, some crazy driver's gonna drive by and and, and like knock your your leg off yeah. because it's hanging out of the jeep." And I'm just like, "Mom, no one, no yeah. one's gonna purposely come and hit you because you have a leg hanging out of a car." Yeah. But you know, back then, like you don't know better. You can't really be scared. So. I mean, you just can't be scared of something you don't know. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, man, you'd have to get really close to the Jeep to try to hit someone's car. And that's such a common thing, yeah. like, you know, for people who have Jeeps and 
Oh, I meant to say hit her leg. I said car because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're... I love your mom, but she, she worries very, very much. But it's all out of love, so we love Maya. My favorite childhood memory was every summer, like, me and my brother, we'd, we'd love summer because that that means we could stay up late and watch wrestling. And so I know during school, our mom would make us go to sleep early, like 8 o'clock or something like that. And that's like prime time when monday night raw starts or like wcw starts and uh so in the summertime we could stay up and watch it all and then like even though we watched it when it first aired it'd show again like at midnight or something like that and we'd watch it again for some reason in the summer we'd like to sleep in the living room because we can stay up and watch tv and so we'd have like it's not even a blanket it's just like a really thick sheet and we'd just lay it on the floor and we'd sleep uh, on the floor and watch wrestling all like all night or stay like up and slumber watch. party. Yeah, it was in like a yeah, it was a slumber party in our own house. Every now and then, some of Joe's friends would come and stay the night, and uh, we'd we'd stay up and watch wrestling or just hang out. And uh, those are just really good memories that I have of hanging out with my brothers and his friends. And you know, every now and then, uh, it'd be playing N sixty four or Super Nintendo or something like that. Just staying up late and hanging out with your like guy slumber parties, pretty much. I guess. Not much different than what your your son does now, except you know. Yeah, it's all over the computer. Yeah. See, we prefer to be outside. I mean, we played outside too, just not at night. You gonna play outside all night? Moving along. So there's a new trend. I'm sure you saw on my social media, but I saw this a couple of days ago. And the new trend is Hoochie Daddy shorts. So the Hoochie Daddy shorts is anything 9-inch inseam or lower. I saw something that said 7-inch seam is a starter pack of the Hoochie Daddy shorts. <laughs> and some of my gym shorts that I wear now are 5 inches. So uh, You're a Hoochie Daddy? Girl, you better recognize. <laughs> I'm trying to get my thighs really big and I think to me it's like so it's like Hoochie Daddy and it's uh the the TikTok is this girl like you know like getting really worked up over this guy who has really muscular thighs and his shorts are like five inches so it's really showing the muscles and to me I've never really been like oh, I don't really I've never been like, oh man, I get got to get my thighs big. But the more I got into fitness with this past like year or so, I'm just like, and seeing some of the Vita Life guys, I'm like, man, I want big thighs like that. So to me, it's like, I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of, to me, I think it's kind of cool now to have big thighs as a guy. And uh, my question to you is, is thigh muscle sexy for girls? For a guy on a guy um i mean i guess if it's yeah i mean if it's muscular i can see where it is you know appealing but i don't know i never really think about that so they they call it the hoochie daddy shorts but i, I mean, mean guys it's, wear gym shorts that short yeah i know and uh first i was i used to be like god dang why are you wearing your shorts that short but 
then the more you get into it and the more you do leg days, you're like, I need it to be that short so I can uh, squat to a certain level. Because, like, I used to think all shorts are the same, but now I'm working out more. I'm just like, I don't ever want to wear basketball shorts to the gym. <laughs> like, well, for one, they go down to your knees. Yeah. And um, I think also, especially when you're more toned, those hoochie daddy shorts, uh, they look better on you. And they, I guess they... Compliment? Yeah, they compliment your figure better. What else is like people who are super muscular back and arms? They wear like really Tanks. skimpy tanks you know made like the, for guys not really i say like the girls is like spaghetti strap right it's real thin but the guy i forgot i don't know what the guys call it it's i guess they just call it a muscle tank i don't know the, with, the, with the hooch daddy trend to me it's it depends on a fitness level right so i mean obviously if you can't fill out these shorts or you don't if you're not toned i don't think Women, doesn't look manly i think yeah or you or women wouldn't find that attractive right no I, I yeah i feel like it's definitely for you know catered to a certain physique so if you are muscular with you know very toned and defined thigh muscle then it will probably look more attractive on them versus somebody with really skinny legs and it's and you know i just thought of that's that's kind of a double standard, right? So, like, with hoochie daddy shorts, it's like, oh, it only looks good if you're fit. But with women, it's like, you know, it, you know, it wouldn't matter. You're like, you're like, we get shunned if you don't think a a bigger woman looks good in you know short shorts or something like that. But uh, you're not getting noticed if you're a guy and you don't look good in short shorts. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, most <laughs> females who are bigger probably, you know, do get shunned for wearing short shorts because they feel like they're too much is hanging out. But, I mean, I've never really cared for short shorts for, on a guy to begin <laughs> with. But, like I said, like... So, if, if, I, if, if I didn't walk in a room, if I had, like, super muscular thighs and I had hoochie daddy shorts on, you you wouldn't be like, ooh, look at my, look at my man, he got some nice legs. No. Oh, okay. All right. I'm skipping <laughs> I mean, leg days I mean, you could just forever. wear your boxers. Oh, okay. Instead of hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> I think that might be sexier. All right. So, in 2022, do you think a physically fit person is really important to a woman? Are you asking for how I feel or just for women in general? I think women in general. I think it depends on the age. I don't think... I don't think all women necessarily care for a guy who is in good physical shape. Mm. I have a coworker actually who prefers the dad bod. Um, she does. She said that if he didn't have the dad bod, she would leave him. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, well, one also uh, is she fit herself? She is not. Okay. And that's what I was about to say. I mean, I don't know if it's because she is a heavier girl. She, she, I wouldn't really consider her like overly fat or anything, but she's not into fitness. Is it one of those things where like my man can't look better than me type deal? I don't know. Like she says that she's attracted to 
you know, the dad bod, you know, hmm. like she didn't say she liked fat men, but she just liked where, cause you know, dad bods are like, you're toned in certain areas, but you still have a little bit of a, a gut, you know, or like your chest and your belly may not be like, I used to say, I used to say or think that like, man, I got one of the best dad bods there is cause I do work out, but I still got this, uh, beer gut going on beer carb heavy gut going on but yeah i think i think for a minute there was a trend of women just like praising dad bods i don't know if people praise it but i mean i mean they were i don't want to say turned on by dad bods but it's like like a whole strip club for dad bods i think i don't know why you asking me like i know (laughs) you do all the tiktok research i just (laughs) about what people tell me <laughs> but um but yes no i really think that it just depends on the age of the woman and what type of era they're growing up in like i feel like right now um you know the gym the gym thing it's really big with like the younger crowd, like the teens and stuff. Like for sure. when I was a teen, like we didn't care about working out or anything. Like it was either you're skinny or you're fat, but it was like, we never thought about like making gains, you know, yep. growing a booty or thick thighs or have nice arms. Like girls back then just want to have a flat stomach. If we could get a flat stomach, that was like, well, not even that. It was just like, I just want to be skinny, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of girls just want to be skinny, but the main thing is if you had, a flat stomach that was like the goal to to do and if you had a flat stomach you're good you're solid you know mm-hmm. like you didn't have to worry about anything else and then you have the whole boob thing you know like there's a an error where like if you didn't have big boobs you people called you you know a boy or you didn't look yeah. good or whatever or you couldn't wear certain things because you didn't fill it out well i'm glad you have both <laughs> both of what big boobs and a nice butt <laughs> So that kind of raised the question to me was, uh, what is important to a woman in 2022, um, in a, in a man. And so I kind of put a, I guess a questionnaire on my Instagram to see who would reply. And I actually only had one person reply, um, um, on their own. The other, I kind of asked, Hey, I know you're seeing like, I just reached out to a couple of single ladies that I knew and say, Hey, uh, can you, you know, give me your input on this? And as far as physicality went, there wasn't, well, so there's only four people that I, I actually got, a um, four ladies that I actually got a response from. One of them was your, uh, cousin. She's, she was actually the only one that kind of, gave a physicality because what well, she did ask physical or like you know personality wise but the phys- physicality part was just like um good hygiene and a sense of style which i agree uh, hygiene is that would be my top yeah that was probably yours that would that that's definitely one of yours because you can't even get instant intimate with me unless i smell good so <laughs> Uh, I mean, no one wants to smell someone musty. True, but sometimes you'd be like, hey, go spray that cologne on. I did not do that. 
<laughs> you just do it on your own. I mean, that, smell you. that helped the situation. But the rest of it was um just a... Not a physical trait, but like a, a personality trait type. So someone had said their relationship with God. I guess that would just count as religion, which to me, I think that... To, Can to, I guess who it is? Uh, I mean, you already know. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess that just... And it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. It's just some people who are very religious. They they need to make sure that hey, you're you're on the same page as me. It's, um, I feel like for someone, for a woman who is big into religion, it is a very um make or break it from mm-hmm. the beginning because you don't want to be with someone who is you know doesn't have the same beliefs as you, and therefore like it could become like a factor later on in life well even my brother you know like he wasn't super religious but he had to convert into being a catholic to when when he got married to his wife you know and um and now it's a part of him yeah and now he's a pretty religious guy you know so your your cousin also said for the uh, personality point is uh transparency and honesty uh which i i can see that like you don't want someone who's who's gonna lie to you all the damn time. I guess the transparency part is the way I see it is just say what you mean, you know? Like don't say this. Don't say you're cool with me going out when you're not really cool with me going yeah, out yeah. type deal. I would see it as that too. And this other person, which she is cousins of your best friend, but she 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 did a good one and I, I really appreciated her feedback was just um how a man treats other people or like a waiter or like you know if you go to a fast food place or something like people serving you like it really says a lot if a guy like looks down on people or is real shitty to a waitress or you know like because if you're gonna treat someone like that in an asshole way then like what makes you think that you know you're not gonna treat me that way down the line you know yeah no 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 that's that is true i feel like that's a good one as well i also feel like just you know like we i work in the service industry and so sometimes when i see people get impatient or kind of aggravated with you know someone taking their order or servicing them i don't like it even though i know that person could have done better i don't really say anything because I'm in the service industry as well. And sometimes we have moments where we, you know, we try our best, but we don't always, you know, please everybody. And she had also mentioned energy, which I'm really big into right now. Not just boyfriend, girlfriend type deal, but just any relationship. Like if your energy isn't matching mine or like we don't vibe, then uh, I feel like I've, I'm at a point in my life where I don't need to waste my time, you know? You're either with it or you're not. Someone I kind of know, she brought up a pretty good one, too. I'm not going to say all guys have this, but I think some women definitely see this as important, and that's uh, having your own set of goals and actually achieving these goals, you know? Uh, I guess it's, it's almost like a guy who has ambition. Right. Some some women some women like to see that, you know? 
lot of girls. I mean, it's it's hard because uh, you and I have been together since we were teens, and so we kind of and still are growing together. So yeah. it's not like I met you and you know you had all these <laughs> goals or ambition, and you know you're trying to achieve them. We're actually just learning what we want in life. Um, but I did know a lot of females who um, do prefer someone who has some type of goals in life, whether it's a career or just anything, you know, um, instead of like being, you know, like content with working at a convenience store for the rest of his life. You know, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's like you should just maybe want a little more for yourself you know, exactly. instead of just being stuck at your family's convenience store. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think eventually whoever isn't or whoever is just content with that will eventually just hit them that they want to find more purpose in life, you know? Yeah. Um, and tying in with that, the last person who answered said confidence, but not cockiness, which I can fine see that. line. There is definitely a fine line. I'm I by far am not the most confident person. I know I don't know if you can tell that being married to me. Yes. But yeah. I think I I've gotten a little bit better, but I, I also still am not the most confident person there is. Um, I do agree on that though. Mm-hmm. I find that confidence is sexy. Yes. Um just you like you said, like uh whoever this person answered is like there is a very fine line between being confident and being cocky. But I feel like if you do have at least some sort of, you know, confidence in yourself, not necessarily like just about your appearance, but just of you as a person as a whole, you know, like it's funny that you, you brought that up because I was actually just browsing at a coworker's Instagram and one of her captions were, it took me this long to realize that I'm actually kick-ass. So it's kind of mm. like self-love, you know? You know self-love is very big yeah. in this day and age. And uh, I'm all for it. I think that's all the uh, quote-unquote serious talk, even though I guess hoochie daddy shorts ain't a very serious topic. Uh, but it kind of tied into what a woman wants in 2022. And time for the game. Uh, I played this with Jacqueline last week and I just made it. It's called Better Than. And so I'm going to give you two or more subjects. And you got to tell me what is better than the other. Okay. So the first one, pretty simple. Is going camping in the woods or hiking in the woods better than going to the beach? No. It's not? So you pick the beach? Yes. Okay. I agree. Beach is definitely where my heart and soul belongs. I do um, enjoy hiking, though, but I don't think I would pick hiking over the beach. But I'm a very scenery kind of person. Like I said, I would enjoy doing it, but I don't. I still would go with the beach. Okay. Is sticky rice better than jasmine rice? No. Okay. Why? Um, I feel like the texture. I like 
my rice soft and kind of fluffy and sticky rice is the total opposite of that it's to me i don't know it could be a mind thing but because of the texture i feel like it's harder to digest but i also grew up you know eating mainly jasmine rice and we would only do sticky rice once in a while i agree only for the fact that i can't eat sticky rice every day there will be times though that sticky rice is better than jasmine rice but as a whole everyday thing i think jasmine rice takes it so yeah sticky rice to me there's times where it's better than jasmine like you know papaya salad stuff like that or as a dessert definitely better than jasmine rice well you can't eat jasmine rice as a dessert so that doesn't even qualify <laughs> this one i probably already know the answer um is pizza better than tacos? Which I asked Jack on this too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not really crazy about either of those two. Exactly. That's why it might be tough for you, but I know. I don't know. It is hard. I don't, I mean, either of those aren't really anything I really love to eat. But um, if I had to pick one, I would go with pizza. Okay. Well, all right. Then you answered correctly. <laughs> I didn't answer that because I know you love pizza. I mean, there's just reasons why pizza is better than tacos because there's endless opportunities of what you can make it. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, morning workouts or night workouts? I actually think morning workout is better, but I am not <laughs> a morning person. But okay. once I do it, I do feel great. Um, Why do you think morning workouts is better than night workouts? Because I've done both. And morning workouts give me more energy for the day. It also makes me feel like I've accomplished something for the day. And then it's just like you get so much more done. Yep. I um, That too is just like, and that's one of the things like, that's why I make a bed try to make a bed every every morning you know because that's a small goal you can do but like just to go to the gym and work out and just knock it out of the way early in the morning like you do feel accomplished you're like well you know what even if i wasn't super productive today i got a workout in you know that's probably more than what some people could say and uh <laughs> hagan's the most annoying dog ever you guys by the way he's just he's been in every podcast all that huffing you hear that's him if you could well i don't know we got two mics this time so you might not be able to hear his huffing but if you do uh just know that that is hagen's heavy breathing at least he's handsome right now when i when i thought about this question too i was like remember that time where we we used to just go work out like four in the morning four in the morning like i don't know how i got you up but you went and i also came home and took a nap yeah but you went and got a workout and uh, you you toned up pretty good then, but you were still uh, not as heavy as you are now. Not saying that's a bad thing that you're heavy now. I actually really love the weight on you. And uh, I was like, what kind of beast were you back then that <laughs> you woke up four in the morning to go work out with me? All right, I'm going to throw this in here, and uh, I may cut it out or not, but... Um, well, I'm going to change it because I was going to ask you this position, but I was going to ask the other one. 
missionary or cowgirl? Hold up. Obviously, for me, missionary. Yeah, because you're lazy. Not only that, but <laughs> I don't think I really. I mean, I feel like cowgirls more. I mean, if you're trying to please the other person, yeah. But I feel like the inti- intimacy in missionary is good for both. Okay. Yeah. Whereas to me, the cowgirl, because of like you're not doing it, so of course you don't know what it feels like, but it doesn't really hit the right spots for me. Okay. Uh, I can agree on that. I mean, if I want to be taken care of, of course I'm going to look. I love uh, cowgirl. Right, wait, I guess cowgirl is on top, right? Yes. Okay, I'm thinking the reverse. Oh no, just regular. Oh, in that case, <laughs> I changed my mind. Okay. So okay, well then you like cowgirl rather than missionary. Yes. And why is that? Well, I mean, I do overall. Um, I think because it makes me feel sexier. Confidence, that yeah. Deal. I don't know. Like, it's just, of course, you know, you feel like you're in control. So mm-hmm. you get to, um, I guess, control what you feel. Okay. So. Well, then that changes because I would, well, I guess as a guy and yeah, like cowgirl, I enjoy because you're in control and I love that. Um, but I also, I think as quote unquote boring as missionary is, I do enjoy it in the fact that I am in control, but I also think missionary is more intimate. Yeah. Um, I mean I agree. And I've told you before that um it's hard to have a favorite position because it also depends on the moment. I agree. So it's like even though I enjoy the cowgirl because, you know, most of the time I do feel more you know, in control and or, you know, you just have more of like a sexy vibe to it than just laying there. But um, but sometimes, you know, it it doesn't hit the right spot, even yeah. though, you know, it could, but some days it don't, you know. I think with everything in a relationship, it's kind of, we learn, like, even though you want a certain thing, it's always go with the flow. And it's always goes, go with what, feels best at that moment yeah hagen's super annoying all right two more questions the hard-hitting questions this one's a threefer all right is ragnar better than bjorn ironside or utrid son of utrid out of those three who's the best As in fighter, character, good looking. All I mean, of the above. All of the above. Um, I must say that my favorite is Ragnar. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I mean, I, I kind of hate it, like, how his character became towards the end of the series. He went crazy. But in the beginning, like... I I loved him. Um, I don't know. I, I just I feel like he he had a passion and he he went for it. Um, I mean, there were some things that he, you know, compromised on. But for the most part, I felt like, you know, he believed in something and he kind of went for it. 
Whereas um, Bjorn, to me, he was he was a great warrior, and I mean, he obviously good looking and stuff. But I I feel like um, I don't know, like I just as a I don't know, as a, maybe as a man as a whole, like a husband or a lover or whatever. I, I didn't really feel like he was maybe like true to anyone in particular. I mean, Ragnar wasn't either, but he did have, you know, lack of the, his, you know. Or he cheated on her. I know. He, I mean, they all cheated on everybody. True. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like at one point, Ragnar was a very honest oh. husband, I guess. Uhtred didn't cheat on anybody. He did. Did he? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. When? Um, What's her name? He had a normal wife, and then he cheated on her with a um, his second wife. We're gonna Google that right now. <laughs> Ross googling that. I don't know. I, I guess I could see. Okay, here's on Google. His wife, Gisela, was the first victim of Uhtred's low respect for women. She was a good wife and a mother, but Uhtred wasn't there for her. He cheated on her and abandoned her to take care of, for her to take care of her own kids. Well, was that when he left his farm? In the very, like, season one. Yeah, he went for a, um, more of a Viking, I guess. Mm. But, I guess, to me, Uchard was too much of, uh, I didn't, I, I, like, I liked him, but I, I felt like he was too loyal to the king, and that made me not really, like, respect him. I think that was the only thing I hated about him. And I, I guess I can kind of see where you love Ragnar, because he... To me, Ragnar was a man's man, right? Yeah. I mean, overall, like, like he, I don't know. I, I felt like he, like, devoted to his Viking side, but then he kind of, like, you know, had a little bit of a peace treaty with the, um, what were they? The pagans? No, no we, they, they the were Vikings pagans. are pagans. They're, I guess, the English? The England people, yeah. And then, um, I don't know. I mean, all around, I think he's my favorite up until he went crazy. Uh, if y'all couldn't tell, uh, Roth and I love Vikings and Viking lore. Which, by the way, um, downtown, the Explorium has a Viking exhibit. And I don't know when they do it, but I know this past weekend or Friday, they did a mead tasting where you can drink mead out of a Viking horn and go look at all the, ex- the exhibits. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Alright, last one. Hard-hitting question. The hardest of them all. One that we just threw out. Is Hagen better than Hazel? Why would you do that? <laughs> it's like picking your kids, right? It is. Um, I feel like um, Hagen will always have my heart. No. He's, he's my first dog. I've never even... I mean, besides being a kid and wanting to take in all the strays that my mom didn't allow. Um, <laughs> he was actually my... He's my first real pet and he's not very um cuddly or lovey but i think i love him so much because he is he's like me i'm not very affectionate and <laughs> why are you giving me that look? <laughs> um he's not very affectionate but he knows he knows when you're down he knows when to comfort you. A real parent wouldn't pick one. You a damn liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pick Kagan too because I love him. 
But Hazel has my heart too. She's, 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 I have really grown fond of her, and if people didn't know flower. better, they probably thought that she's my favorite because she is so she's so cuddly and sweet. Um, she's very affectionate. Therefore, you can't help but love her. She does the silliest things. Um, she makes you smile. She does make you smile, and and she's a sweetheart. She drives you crazy. She's a sweetheart, but I still think that um. You know, Hagen is still... Hagen's the best, even though he's not cuddly and affectionate. Hagen's super good at... He's the definition of a dog who knows when something's wrong with you. He, If you're sick, if me and you get in a fight, for some god reason, he always picks you anyways. Um, he just... He goes and he's like, hey... Here, love on me. I'm going to lay next to you. I'm going to lay next to you. You can pet me or not pet me, but I feel like you're having a hard time, so I'll just lay with you. And, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, like, I'm just going to be here for you. And Hagen is very good at that. And to be honest, I think everyone in this house can agree with that. Like, even Ethan. I think Ethan, that's why Ethan loves Hagen is because, he, one, he's chill and, he provides that comfort. Yeah. Cause I feel like Hazel, she, she does love cuddles, but she loves cuddles on her own time. You can't like hold her down. Hazel is, uh, self-serving. Yeah. Like, she will, she'll only do it if it benefits her or goes to her needs. But Hagen's like, all right, I'll let you scratch my butt. <laughs> well, all right. That carried on pretty long. Um, there's going to be a lot of editing. If the audio isn't the greatest, I'm sorry. This is the first time we worked out two mics, and I'm still messing with it. And uh, a coworker let me borrow his mic. And even though it's a expensive mic, I'm not sure how the soundboard reacts to it. So we'll play with it. And uh, thanks for being patient. And I was actually really excited to do that because we do have two mics. This was fun. I like this one. This was a good episode. <laughs> Don't forget to check in. The Instagram, um, trying to be more active on it. More reviews, please. Spotify and Apple. Uh, I might do some swag soon. I was thinking of getting with Clayne and the High Five crew and doing some stickers and or some more shirts or tanks. Uh, yeah. Um, that's it. I hope this turns out well. Um, don't forget to check on your friends, but more importantly, don't forget to check on yourself. Peace. Bye.